What is hell? What is hell? Thank you. What is hell? What is hell? Don't say living with your husband, lady. It's just a joke. Let people look out over there like, it's just a joke. Hell. Do you know why you don't fast for your family? Because you have no vision of hell. Do you know what drove 17-year-old Lester Sumrall? With $17 in his pocket to have the faith to go around the world, not in first class, on donkeys, every means of conveyance available. I know that because it's in the first three pages of his book, Adventuring with Christ, which was the first book that he wrote regarding his journey around the world with the great Howard Carter. That's why I'm wearing this tonight. My Valor students had this made. It says, Wigglesworth, Carter, Sumrall, Parsley. That's who you are. That's who you are. We're talking about the anointing that runs through your veins. And it's not a wimpy anointing. And it's not a bless me anointing. It's a give me souls or let me die anointing. It's a John Knox anointing. Give me Scotland or let me die. It's a Moses anointing. If you will not save Israel, God, then blot my name out and let me go to hell with them. You want to be an intercessor? No, you want to write a book and go meeting to meeting talking about intercession. You want to be an intercessor? Get somewhere and stand in the gap. And when you do, don't think you're exempt. You're there to take what was supposed to hit them. That's an intercessor. Make up the hedge. Woo. Woo. Be seated. I'm not mad, man. I'm stirred up. I am stirred up, stirred up, fed up. I went over to the women's clinic and I got fed up. Where is the anger? Where is our outrage? Where are our screams of mercy? Where are our Jeremiah's? We are slaughtering our own children and you're silent. Oh. 
If you have a Twitter page and you haven't said anything about it, shame on you. If you have a Facebook and you haven't said anything about it, shame on you. If you're not talking to your work associates about it, shame on you. We have people in this country, nine states right now, that are putting forward legislation to kill babies after they are born. I thought you'd scream a roar when I said that, that would rattle hell's teeth. Well, that's not my calling. Now, see, we're back to the specialist thing. Again. No, really, you're just so politically entrenched that you're of no kingdom worth. First of all, get out of the Republican Party, get out of the Democrat Party, and get in the kingdom. Be an independent. Be seated. Thank God those precious children will go to heaven. But what about legislators that sat at a desk and grinned and laughed even if you believed that was all right to do. It's still a tragedy, you crazy person. You're gonna celebrate the death of a child? At least hang your head when you're signing it. At least say, I'm sorry, this has to be done. What are we doing? Where are we living? They lit up one World Trade Center where 3,000 of our citizens lost their lives to demonically inspired radical Islamic terrorists I'm coming, honey. Full force. Locked and loaded. Hardwired. You're not going to unplug me. Be seated. Can I be daddy for a minute? Don't you dare buy in to this racial hatred that is being stoked on both sides of the aisle. You better be the ones to stand up in the middle of that mess and say, there is no black, there is no white, there is no Jew, there is no Gentile. We are brothers and sisters. That better be you. 
I'm just talking now. You see that? What would you do if I brought one of the babies out of the nursery tonight and strangled it on this platform? Would you talk about race? Would that be the discussion? Before you're going to talk and spew out political talking points that somebody spoon-fed you because you weren't strong enough to go find out for yourself, there will be more African-American babies murdered by abortion this year in New York City than will be born. And you want to talk about race? Let's talk about hearts. Stop buying in to their intimidating you with some intellectual superiority. I was raised so far back in the woods, we had to use hoot owls for roosters. But we didn't excuse murder on the grounds of poverty. Oh, you quiet now. Where are those mothers and fathers who willingly murdered their children going to spend eternity. Nobody's talking about that. The church isn't talking about that. Most of the church isn't even talking about this subject at all. But not you, because you're going to loose that lion and you're going to restore that roar. Be seated. You see, if you begin to do everything you do in the light of eternity, they lit up that building pink to celebrate the murder of children especially those ones who might be deemed less than perfect. Less than perfect to me would be you. Because there's something wrong with your thinking. You need to go spend a day over at the Eckfelds at Progeny. You need to go see Cody, who was born without a brain and his head swollen bigger than his shoulders, whose parents wanted to abort him, but the Eckfelds stepped in and said, we'll take him. 
So the mother said, okay. And now he's in his 20s with a fully formed, fully functioning brain, one of the sweetest, kindest people you'd ever meet on earth. What are we doing? Okay, here we go. Going through these really fast. You ready? Number two, hell lasts forever. Revelation 14, 11, the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever. They have no rest, not day nor night, who worship the beast and his image and whosoever receives the mark of his name. Number three, there are no exit signs in hell. Heaven has 12 gates. <laughs> hell has an entryway and no exit. Dante said it best, abandon all hope, all ye who enter here. Matthew 25, 46, and these shall go away. Now remember, these are Jesus' words, not some fellow trying to sell a book in 2017. These shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous to life eternal. I think you missed a good place just to lift both hands and say thank you. No, like really from your heart to say thank you. Number four, no one has to go there. Look at your neighbor and say, you don't have to go there. You never have to go there. You don't have to go there. <laughs> A lot of people try to send me there. I've heard go to more than once, I promise you. I went through Taco Bell the other day and got it. And I just said, I thank you, but I've already made the decision to go to heaven. Now give me my double cheesy gordita crunch. Look here now. I mean, what a revelation, what a thought. No one has to go there. No one. Second Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing, not willing. Well, I wouldn't serve a God that sent people to hell. Well, see, don't, see, just don't talk, because you're just exposing the ignorance. Well, those Christians, they believe in a God that would send people to hell. No, I don't. 
I don't know what Christian does. I would not serve a God who indiscriminately sent people to hell. No one has to go to hell. No one. As some men counsel, but his long suffering, let me give you the translation of that, to suffer long to us, not willing, it is not God's will that any perish, but that all We used to sing an old song in old church. Whosoever surely meaneth me, surely meaneth me, surely meaneth me. Whosoever surely meaneth me. Thank you, Jesus. You had me in mind. You had me in mind suffering and crying under the full light of a Passover moon. You had me in mind. You took my polluted name upon your sanctified lips and confessed me to our Father. Thank you. Steve Lawson said salvation is not a reward for the righteous. It's a gift for the guilty. The world is a jungle. You're going to lose that lion. The world is a jungle. <laughs> you either fight and dominate or hide and evaporate. The question is, will we fight? Thank you, preacher. The question is, will you fight? Salvation is free, but kingdom is not. Self-sacrifice is entry-level Christianity, my dear brother and sister. You may have to come from a foreign nation to Valor Christian College. You may have to give up your fine house. You may have to give up your church and come and sit down for a year. Be seated. Okay, I feel like I'm losing you now. I like Johnny Cash. He said, I've learned that there's no fence to sit on between heaven and hell. Okay, I'm going somewhere. Hold on. Dr. R.A. Torrey. Oh, my. Who? Dr. R.A. Torrey, look him up when you get home. He pastored the great Moody Bible Church. He was a contemporary and preached with him all around the world with Dwight L. Moody. He shook continents. This is what he said. Oh, and he was from Ohio, by the way. 
I would like to ask what right a man has to call himself a follower of Jesus Christ if he is not a soul winner. So you don't get a lot of amens on that because everybody's become a specialist. I'm a worship leader. I'm a musician. I'm a pastor. I'm an usher. I'm a business person. I'm a student. I'm retired. The problem with the modern church is a very simple one. We have become specialists. We have assumed no responsibility for our kingdom assignment. We have been taught that going to church is our kingdom assignment. God did not save you to go to church. Preachers are constantly talking about how many they've got coming. My question is, how many do you have going? How many? Okay, that went over big. Now see, some of you getting angry. Don't shoot me. I'm just a piano player. I'm, I'm just the messenger. I didn't say this. I didn't write the Bible. I'd have never written it that way. I'd have never written the Great Commission this way. I'd, I'd have never written Matthew 22, 37. Jesus said to him, the great commandment, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Question, did you love you enough to make the decision that you were not going to allow you to go to hell? I'm trying to fix you. And love your aunt as yourself. And love your niece as yourself. And love your boss as yourself. And love your spouse as yourself. And love your classmate as yourself. And love your father as yourself. I'm going to ask my question again. Did you love you enough to make sure you don't go to hell? Okay, you don't know. You See, because you already know where I'm going. Because if you're supposed to love them the way you love you, and you made sure you're not going to hell, what are you doing to make sure they don't? Oh, see, it's quiet. Oh, I'm going to keep pounding. I heard the Holy Ghost say, keep preaching. Keep preaching. 
I'm going to keep preaching. I'd have never written that. How many of us have someone in our immediate proximity that we have a very, very good idea that if they passed from this world tonight, the chances of them going to heaven are very, very, very slim. Okay, why aren't we loving them? To love means to self-sacrifice. Right? You're looking at me like I'm condemning you. I couldn't preach this in three-fifths or more of the churches in America today. They'd have already thrown me out. Because they're not kingdom. They're personality cults. They're TV stars. Oh, dear students, precious ones, in all you're getting, get a desire to depopulate hell. That's your calling. That's your calling. Everything else is a means to an end. The apex of all Christian endeavor must become to place the jewel of a soul in the crown of our Savior that the Lamb of God slain receive the reward of his suffering. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.